cosmetic decisions. Why is it so important in our industry? Coming up on BTS Raw Chats. This is BTS Raw Chats. BTS Raw Chats. Where real media creators chat after hours. We don't give away raw files. We give you the raw, behind-the-scenes chatter of the photo and video production world. The Raw Chat starts now. Starts now. Welcome to another episode of BTS Raw Chats. And today we are talking about cosmetic decisions. Yay! We want this show to help others out there to deal with the day-to-day things that really happen in the industry from dealing with difficult customers or tips and tricks. And today we are talking about cosmetic decisions and we are here with two very special guests. Sherry. Hello. And introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Erin Ryan. I'm the owner of Erin Ryan Beauty, a Southwest Florida makeup, lashes, and hair, um, pretty much freelance business. So I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. That is so awesome. So a little bit of background uh, <laughs> of your industry. Tell, tell us a little bit more about, you know, what what you do oh my gosh where to start um well i was born no i'm just kidding (laughs) um i've been in the cosmetic industry for about 12 years now um i'm from new jersey born and raised actually right out of um, high school i moved to florida for a short period of time went to cosmetic school in actually daytona florida Mm -hmm. and then i instantly got a job at mac cosmetics so i stayed with mac cosmetics for about 10 years and I kind of climbed the chain with them. I um, started as like a freelance artist, moved all the way up to um, management, and I took over multiple stores for them over from New Jersey and from uh, Florida. Coming from the industry yeah. <laughs> with a movie background and also photography, it's totally different than just slapping on makeup and, <laughs> and just calling it a day, Listen, right? Listen, I wish it was that easy. Yeah, <laughs> I feel yeah. like I could hire so many more people if that was the case. Um, it's a lot, a lot of practice, um, keeping educated on your craft, learning new trends mm-hmm. um, and new techniques. It gets like, I can't even tell you how many times I'm doing a hairstyle that I learned in school and then I watch someone who just got out of school and they do that same hairstyle in 10 minutes and I'm taking 30 minutes because they have a new trick that I'm like, whoa, where did you learn that? Mm. You know, and they're like, YouTube. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, we were talking about (laughs) this, actually we were talking about this in one of our shows about trading secrets and when is too much information, (laughs) you know? But, you know, you come in, coming out of cosmetic school and, and taking the time and effort to do all that. Here, here's a quick question. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, when is too much information uh, for a person? I'm going to be honest. I am really big on sharing my knowledge. Mm-hmm. And that's because I don't I think what's meant for me is meant for me. Mm-hmm. I sell a lot of my business on, I think, my customer service. And no one's going to give that same feeling and um, experience that I do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I definitely think that, of course, you wanna keep things that are a little special to your business, but I'm really big about training people and you know, if I see potential in you, I want you to work for me, so I'm gonna share you something, but you know, I want you to to grow on that. And then we we trade, I learned some things from you too, so. So Sherry, tell me a little bit about how you two discovered each other. Well, I found Ryan on Instagram. Because Instagram, was, yeah, well, because I was opening my my studio and I needed 
a professional artist to do hair and makeup for my my photo shoots mm -hmm. and you know i reached out to her because she had beautiful work i mean she's like top notch i love that you work for mac Thank mac you. is like my favorite <laughs> and um you know we we just connected from there and um she's she's done makeup for my shoots before she does beautiful work look forward to using her you know on future shoots she's awesome she's she's, she's the best of the best ah, so, i appreciate it so coming in the background of you know photography and and videography it's totally different than just putting on makeup for say a wedding or say a quinceanera mm -hmm. or say anything like that it's how the light hits your face specific you know shadows mm -hmm. and all this stuff yeah you know? for sure tell us a little bit about what would be the difference between putting on makeup just to go out you know on the night of the town and putting on, on makeup for a, a photo shoot. Absolutely, I mean, a lot of it's gonna be level of coverage, right? What you might want for coverage for photography or videography is gonna feel heavy in an everyday life. Mm -hmm. um, but realistically, a lot of it comes down to the actual products you're using and the knowledge that you have behind them. Because if something has, for example, a lot of talc, you're gonna get flashback in a high flash photography. Mm. Um, whether it's weddings or if it's behind the scene shots or just headshots. Videography, depending on the lighting they're using, if it has too much talc, they're gonna have a big white spot behind their eye. Their neck's not gonna match. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of things that can go wrong that way. And then it's educating the people who you know come in with their own products like, no, but I love this. And I'm like, I'm sure you do, but I'm telling you if we use this, it's gonna look very different when it, it it transfers into photography and, and that's why it's so important to have somebody that knows what they're doing and that well because you know in the past like early on you know i would let people do their own makeup and i learned quickly that's yeah. definitely not it's an not option <laughs> what a sad story that is yes um, no you know what's what's hard with that is it looks beautiful they can come in and actually be very talented at doing their own makeup but it makes so much more work for the mm -hmm. uh, photographer in the back end when they're gonna have to edit half mm -hmm. of those pictures and it turns like and into such bigger of a process than it needs to be right like i had somebody that did like super heavy contouring and when i was trying to edit it was a nightmare because the skin didn't match and yeah. it was different shades and the, the contouring and like the face was chiseled and after that i was like no more <laughs> well it also that's where kind of it, the youtube and the instagram world mm -hmm. where it can be so um beneficial to somebody who's trying to learn and get all these things that's really not the ideal makeup when you're doing uh photography and mm -hmm. video uh, it, that high um heavy contour high highlight that's going to transfer as like sweaty in camera or really <laughs> i like to call it like a glazed donut look <laughs> Where it's got like a line across the cheekbone. <laughs> I even had somebody have like these horrible lashes and they were like literally like hanging. They Flying were like casting, casting a shade Listen, over their eyes. I'm an eyelash girl myself, <laughs> but it, it, sometimes it's a little too much. So I think it's. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, so funny. So I think that that's a huge thing. And that I, you have to stay educated on the trend. And of course, if like somebody is getting a. Um, maybe a picture for their uh, 16th birthday, and that's the look they like, of course I'm gonna give that to them, but I'm gonna educate them that that's probably not the best idea. Right. Right. And also, you know, it's the lighting conditions because mm -hmm. most of these uh, makeup uh, tutorials, they literally use 
probably 80% of them a ring light, you uh-huh. know? And mm-hmm. and like that that light is illuminating their their face in a soft, you know, mm-hmm. uh, right. you know, matter that that will affect a different look, say, you know, more dramatic lighting mm-hmm. or even going out in the town, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's totally different because the lighting conditions are right. totally different. Right. Yeah, I mean, another thing too is, while well, YouTube, again, YouTube and Instagram can be super beneficial, um, it makes people feel sometimes that they need those exact products and those exact products don't work for everybody. So mm-hmm. um, you might get all the tools and think that you're set up for success, but really you should have somebody who sits you down and gets you the right products for you. I find that that happens a lot with different skin complexions. Mm-hmm. So you might follow someone who is darker or lighter than you, you get a product and it doesn't transfer the same way, especially in camera. Um, if someone's deeper complexion, and they get a concealer that's way too light, you're gonna have a lot of flashback, and no matter what you do, it, even if there's no talc, it's gonna have a white under the eye, so. Right, or the face doesn't match the rest of the body. 100%, yeah, it, like, it, that's a big thing too, when someone's really red, you know, they mm-hmm. might have, um, they're probably a yellow undertone, but have maybe rosacea or something like that. Their chest is gonna be super red, so if you take it off their face, you need to maybe use a red blush to, to counteract that. Now, here's another thing is that it's super important to hire the right uh, makeup artist because some of these products could affect the skin. I've seen situations where that actor has a particular pouch for that for that person. There's a particular pouch for that person mm-hmm. because you don't want to mix those chemicals. And that's yeah. why it's super important to hire somebody that has that experience mm-hmm. because who knows, you know, maybe they break out you know what I'm saying? With with those particular mm-hmm. products, you don't know. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You need to ask those questions. It, again, it goes back to knowledge and really, I mean, that's where Mac gave me a lot of knowledge though, because mm-hmm. I worked in one, I learned so much sanitation from being in the retail side of things and working with so many people, making sure that you have the right product for each person and asking the right questions to get there is super important. And having a, a, a like a huge kit that has a product for everybody. You can't go in with the same products and expect the same result for every person. Right. <laughs> like, you know, the importance of having a professional do is, remember I was telling you this story about, I, you know, because for a while I was doing the makeup myself. You know, I did an okay job, but I'm, I suck at lashes. So I was putting <laughs> lashes on this girl and I like literally glued her eyes shut. I mean, just like, I mean, she was a good sport. We were laughing so hard. Yeah, you're like, like, let's just make a winking photo shoot. I can't open my eye. (laughs) So, you know, you have to have somebody that. And now she's on the cover of Molly Ray Cyrus. (laughs) (laughs) What are three common questions that you usually ask a customer before you step in? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess one of the main ones is going to say, do you have any allergies to any products? Because especially latex with lash glue, I do have a latex free glue, but I don't feel like it holds the same way. So I like to use the latex if possible. Um, the next is going to say like, how, like, um, how do you wear your makeup normally? Because Mm -hmm. yes, I need to make it more for camera. However, I don't want to take them so far out of their mm-hmm. comfort zone that in a, like they, they don't want to feel crazy or not like themselves. Those are like the main ones. And then oily or dry skin. And then uh, I'm adding one more, sorry, a fourth. <laughs> but throughout the day, do you get shiny? Because sometimes they don't know if they're oily or dry. They're just like, I don't know what my skin is. But if they get shiny throughout the day, that gives me a good indication that I need some kind of oil control. 
Um, but they could be over dehydrated, so I also need to use a moisturizer. Now, here's a question: What if they don't know? What if you're dealing with, you know, the alpha male? Yeah. You know well, what I'm and I work. I I no need makeup. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Uh, yeah. I also work with men a lot of like uh, wear headshots mm-hmm. or even mm-hmm. for um, like when I do a YouTube series, things like that. Um, so they really don't know a lot. You can tell by touch of the skin. Um, Mm -hmm. So I obviously ask permission to touch the skin um, before I do. And then you can feel if it's dry. Um, You can see sometimes if there's patches, things like that. But doing male makeup versus women makeup is a little bit different too. Um, Mm. I actually don't really use a lot of brushes on men. Fingers are great tools too. Uh, fingers actually make the the skin look more skin-like so it doesn't look as like layered. Mm-hmm. Um, because we want it to look like they're not wearing makeup. Right. First, with mm-hmm. women, we sometimes want to see the makeup. So well, it just depends. Well, doing YouTube series always falls into the film industry. So mm-hmm. it's almost similar in that realm. Is there, would you say, falling into the 4K uh, you know, uh, uh, videos of the world and the mm-hmm. 8K videos of the world, does that make a huge difference? Because in my industry, people have gotten scared about the higher resolutions right. of having you know, makeup can, on? Of having makeup on. No, I think it actually is gonna benefit you because you're gonna see things that you maybe wouldn't see without a camera, right? So like, let's say you take a picture of me or a video of me bare skinned. Mm. I feel like I see my under eye circles more than I ever saw if I'm just mm-hmm. looking at myself in the mirror. Um, so a little bit of makeup, as long as it's done the correct way is going to actually benefit you whether it's photography or videography all right we're going to elaborate that a little bit more after the break sherry elisa photography specializes in beautifully styled modern portrait photography offering professional in-studio photography services to all of southwest florida push creativity to the next level create custom themes that will complement every personality and style On-site professional hair and makeup is also available. Our studio is conveniently located off US 41 and Boy Scout Drive, next door to the Sam's Club Plaza. Book your spot now with SherryAlisaPhotography.com. And we are back. (laughs) (laughs) And we're talking about cosmetic decisions. And so, Aaron, you were elaborating on on our last discussion on males, you mm-hmm. know, working with working with the alpha males mm-hmm. and like uh, you know the importance of, of having makeup for photos or videos. Yeah. Why Why is that so important when you have? And how do you deal with somebody like that that doesn't you know feel comfortable? Right. With, they might say, putting, "I don't want." No, you're not putting makeup on me. Yeah. Honestly, that happens probably 90% of the time and they always wind up getting it. So I'm like, we can sit here and fight, sir, but you're gonna sit down in my chair and you're gonna get this makeup. Yeah. Um, Honestly though, it's just making people feel comfortable. A lot of it's personality. Um, I really do feel like it's how you treat people and your level of customer service slash experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I am really big on just being like, listen, I know this isn't the normal thing, but I'm telling you if you want this to look it, the best that it possibly can, I'm going to put this on you and you're not even going to realize that you have this makeup on. Half the time after they get it done, they're like, wait, oh, that's it? And I'm like, yeah, that's it. It just basically takes away the redness, the shine, maybe any shadowing under the eye. We all are tired, uh, you know? And honestly, I think it's fair or unfair that men can't wear makeup. <laughs> we're men, we're men in tights. There is one specific MAC powder. That, yeah, powder yeah. That, that a lot of the industry uses, yeah. um, especially in film. 
and also photography just on the uh, as a baseline just uh-huh. to soften up the skin a little bit that's what i use it's like bit. the powder foundation one studio yeah. fix, studio, yeah, uh, studio fix it you know you have to be careful with studio fix and how much you put on because that actually does have some talc in it um mm. so just you know again it's the level like if you're layering that onto the skin absolutely you're going to get some kind of flashback mm. because it's super full coverage but i do use that to mattify the skin a lot because mm. it just gives a nice sheer lip like light layer if you use it with a brush versus like packing it on with a sponge. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's here's an ultimate question here. <laughs> Since we're BTS raw chats and behind <laughs> the scenes raw chats, was there one particular job that you were on that was like on fire, you know, uh, nightmare? And how did you overcome that? Oh man, <laughs> nightmares. I gotta think about um, some. I would probably say that- Working with Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the first time I worked with Sherry, no, I'm just kidding. Um, and that was my last time. Um, that's what I was gonna say. That was the last yeah. time, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, I really don't feel like I have a lot of situations that put me under pressure just because I've been doing this for so long. Mm-hmm. However, if I was gonna say something, it's most definitely gonna be like the wedding industry. Um, because, yeah. listen, it, sometimes it has nothing to do with the makeup, but like what's happening mm-hmm. around you. Mm-hmm. I mean, one time I had a, a bride and I honestly feel so bad for her. She was full blown having like a panic attack. Mm-hmm. And she like came in and she was missing, I think her shoes or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there watching not one of her bridesmaids console her. They're just like, she's crazy. And I'm like, it's her wedding day can somebody go help her (laughs) so we were running like an hour behind because of this like you know she was missing things and the person was like you know backed up and i'm also there being a therapist for her because none of her bridesmaids Mm -hmm. were doing that and i'm like ma'am you need to rethink your friend group like this is so crazy (laughs) um and then like the mom came in and i remember she's like oh yeah your shoes are here and she's like mom i asked you three times she's like i forgot you know what i mean (laughs) and i'm like so i really would say it's like little things like that can make it frustrating or a little bit crazy but normally in the photo shoot industry i don't really have that um experience but again i'm like it's been a long time. Like if I really thought about it, I'm sure I could think of something, especially when I was younger, when I was a little less like, you know, educated. Seasons have passed with with Halloween. Oh yeah. You know, and uh a lot of people think that, you know, oh, putting Halloween makeup is totally safe and all that stuff or whatnot. Is there a tip from this past year's Halloween mm-hmm. that that um you could pass on to next year's Halloween? <laughs> I mean, Halloween makeup is definitely a skill. I am continuously educating myself every single year and getting the best products to do that. I, the best tip I could give you is don't skimp on the products. Mm-hmm. If you get a cheap latex, it's gonna probably leave a little bit of a rash because it's you're, you're sticking glue onto your skin. Mm-hmm. I mean, the end of the day, then you're peeling it off and you know all those things. Um, but if you're expecting a high quality result, you need a high quality product. Mm. And uh, super important about pricing mm-hmm. in town. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, some people, some people are like, "Why is this so much money or whatever for makeup?" Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and uh, <laughs> it's because you have you have to buy high quality products. You know, uh, for for those events. You know, have you ever had a back and forth with with, with pricing? And so, how do you how do you you know deal with that? That's actually a really good question um and i sometimes 
go back and forth with myself about it too because <laughs> I struggle between charging more and then being realistic at the same time, right? Because I know the quality of service that I, I give and I also know my speed, I'm pretty quick, which is something that I can say a lot of makeup artists are, are very talented, but their speed takes a very, like it takes them an hour and a half. It right. takes me basically a half hour to 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I had a hard time like in my own head charging so much for such a short period of time. Um, but then I started researching the area and what people are charging. And listen, everybody's talented in their own way. But, I, you know, I think toot your own horn sometimes. I know that I'm better than some artists and they're charging double than what I charge. Mm -hmm. Do I think it's fair to charge that much? No. So I have to kind of like go back and forth and be like, this is what I feel comfortable charging a bride that I also am not gonna go lower on because I know my worth. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like coming up with your own prices to make that makes the most sense to you and that's also competitive. I have gone back and forth with brides and when I, not in a uh, negative way, but no. like where someone's asked you, do you have any discount packages or a mm. budget? And honestly, when I was newer artists, I would do that. Now I just offer payment plans. Mm. There, I'm not gonna discount what my price is because I, again, know my worth and I know it's it, it's honestly my time. Mm. Like I don't mm. think real people realize like, yes, it's all the product, the services, but the time I put into making your day perfect and the education to make sure that I'm the best for the job. Mm -hmm. So um, no, I won't skimp on, like I will not lower my prices anymore. Um, and I found that as I got busier, I didn't, I didn't stop taking um, clients or I didn't, uh, like I stopped turning people away. I just raised my prices a little bit because now yeah. I, I know they're gonna pay it if they really want me, but I'm also not making it so aggressive that it's it's unaffordable. Somebody starting out, yeah. what would be like one or two uh, tips um, somebody starting out in your industry? Uh, don't be known as the $50 artist, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> and we've all been there, right? So mm -hmm. I'm thinking I'm new, so I can only charge $50. Well, one, two things are gonna happen, right? So you're either going to start raising your prices mm -hmm. and you're gonna lose all those clientele to another $50 artist because they're not willing to pay that or they're gonna pay more to somebody else because they're like, well, you used to charge me this, but now you're raising your prices, whatever, I'm gonna go somewhere else. Yep. And they're paying double anyway. Yeah. And then what goes hand in hand with that is don't start doing makeup until you're ready, mm -hmm. right? So don't offer a service for, well, a, you know, a paid for service until you feel like you can deliver that service for the price that you're asking for. And one of the tips that I would uh, say is be an apprentice. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, shadow a person that 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 has the skill levels right. to, you know you what I'm saying, to. to do that particular yeah, job. You because, have to, because, yeah, you, know, you can't like, before I found you, you know, there was, I'm not gonna bring somebody on to do makeup and practice doing mm -hmm. makeup on my clients. Right. I need somebody that can come in, do the job, do the job well, because they know what they're doing, get in and get out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and like the great thing about her is that she also does hair too. So it was, it was like 45 minutes. <laughs> Beautiful hairstyle, makeup was done, super pro professional. Yeah. The girl looked, you know, amazing. Photos came out beautiful and everybody's happy. What would be a second tip uh, for somebody uh, starting out? Honestly, education, consistently take any, well, you know, speaking on like giving advice, like 
you need to listen to any advice and not think that you're the best, right? Because sometimes, listen, I think that I'm really good at what I do, but I know there's someone better than me out there. There's always going to be someone better than me. And if there's not, and if I'm not striving to be as good as them, I'm never gonna keep growing. So I think just taking every like chance to learn education, take classes, mm-hmm. um, an apprenticeship, like you were saying, honestly, even working in a retail um, cosmetic industry is a great start. Typically, you don't need much experience unless it's something like a MAC Cosmetics or like I would even say Sephora, like they don't really go in there with a full education. You learn a little bit as you go. But I mean, I learned so much from just working with people um, and a customer service job, right? So whether it's in makeup or not, honestly, I learned so much from just working in a restaurant mm. and how to you know, hold my composure, work in stressful situations, uh, work with different types of people. But any kind of customer service is always good too. Is there a threat in your industry giving that there's so many tutorials out there and how to do your own makeup and how did you do this effect and how you do that effect. Has that affected your business or has that helped your business? Uh, I mean, it's so hard to say, right? I think that it depends on what part of the business you're looking at, right? So if you are selling a product, YouTube can kind of hurt you because basically they're telling you what products to buy and they can buy online versus buying it in a store or exactly. you know something like that. Um, but as far as like people being knowledgeable, they can learn all they want online, but it doesn't mean they're gonna be able to do it on themselves. They're gonna probably need some guidance, even if it's just a one-on-one class or I can't tell you how many times when I did work at MAC Cosmetics, they'd be like, yeah, I watched this YouTube tutorial, but I just like, it, it never works on myself because they're, <laughs> not understanding that like, yeah, they're seeing them go side to side with the brush, but there's actually a technique to it. So Mm. they need somebody who's gonna walk them through that. And I mean, yeah, I mean, people do learn things off YouTube, but again, it goes back to practice. They're Mm -hmm. not just watching a video and getting it the first time. The same with photo and video. Exactly, and and it goes back to the artistry Mm -hmm. on how to apply that makeup and the techniques. Mm -hmm. Everybody has, thousands of ways to do one particular thing but it all you know Mm -hmm. falls down to feel and like you know how to apply that particular thing Mm -hmm. because it's like you know painting your house you know what i'm saying like uh there's different brushes for corners and all that other stuff it's not just slapping a roller and you're you're good to go you know and if i can give one last tip i know we said two but there's three and this one i cannot stress enough Clean your brushes. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. <It> is. <laughs> I can't tell you. Actually, I guess, well, this is kind of a funny story, but I was hired for a uh, a wedding. A good friend of mine, they, the bridal party was too big. Um, they were like, listen, can you just come do our makeup? And then they added a few more people on. The artist who was working with me, beautiful makeup. She did a te- like a terrific job. She did not clean her brush once, not one of them. She did six people went, not only that, we're in a global pandemic, ma'am. So it's just, the bacteria, educate yourself on sanitation. Mm -hmm. Um, If you, that's something they're not gonna teach you on YouTube, so. Tell me two scary uh, uh, things as to why is it so important to Uh, clean your brush. Any styes, pink eye, things like that. Um, Any kind of eye bacteria. Mm. Um, Not only that, open wounds, right? Like what if someone has a, you're brushing over something as a light scab. Don't forget the big H. Yes. Yes. 
There's lots of things that can get transferred, you know. Um, but yeah, sanitation. Gosh, I can't stress it enough. Just educate yourself. Don't be that artist, and you're gonna get a reputation that way. You, mm-hmm. you know, you'll get bad reviews. You'll get it. It can just be really bad for you. So. Um, definitely, definitely sanitation. Yes, <laughs> and with that, we are going to go to our three <laughs> recommendations. The first recommendation is go to... Oh, AaronRyanBeauty.com. <laughs> AaronRyanBeauty.com. And also the, the second tip is that we have, uh, you follow a, a certain artist you yes. know, on, on, on YouTube. Who is that one His person? His name's uh, Hung Van Gogh. So I'm a huge fan of him. He does a lot of um, celebrity makeup artists. Uh, if you go to his Instagram page, he's got a link to his YouTube. He does a lot of tutorials. And I love him because most celebrity mark, uh, makeup artists give that like Kim Kardashian, mm. which he does that, but mm. he also offers the runway model look, no makeup makeup look, which I think is super important that, to have in your back pocket. That's what I like. Okay. Yeah. And then, and then the final tip is the MAC website, right? MAC Cosmetics, man. That's where I started. That's where, you know, it's my, you know, my ride or die, if you will. Like <laughs> I, I follow so many of their senior artists to this day and my old MAC trainers. Um, they constantly have videos, tutorials. You can, even if you're looking for products, like you can, it's a virtual try-on you can do. They're a great quality line and they're fairly affordable, especially for somebody starting up or just looking to get some new makeup. So what is the point of the show? I don't know, Dave, what is the point? <laughs> Hire a cosmetic person. <laughs> a licensed, a licensed professional. I say licensed because not everybody is licensed and you should, when you're looking for an artist or somebody for any special event or anything, make sure they're licensed. It, the education point behind that, and then also just, they need to be licensed to be working on your face. At, Absolutely. You know, yeah, Absolutely. Not YouTube certified, yeah. you know, yeah. you can get that as an, a bonus or <laughs> but not as your only right. license. You and know? with that, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. <laughs> and where could they catch you out? Um, well, honestly, I am all over, um, Southwest Florida, so you can really, I work out of a salon in Bonita, Bonita Springs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, it's called Bonita Profiles. I have a little salon suite in there, Um, but I do a lot of freelance work, so the best place to to catch me actually is gonna be through Instagram. Just message me in my DMs and I can meet you wherever we need to, or, you know, And all that information, all that information is on our show notes. (laughs) Thank you so much, and that was an episode of (laughs) BTS Raw Chats. We'll check you out next time. Cool.